0: This is the Earn More as a Life Coach podcast with Victoria Gibson, Episode 7. Welcome to Earn More as a Life Coach with Victoria Gibson, the marketing resource for life coaches who want to transform more lives with their coaching and earn more while they do it. Hello, coaches. I am so happy to be here with you today. I actually caught up with a fellow coach this week and... um, Interestingly, this coach had come to me to be a client of mine about five or more years ago. It might have been more, actually. She's super successful now. She's since become a seven figure entrepreneur. We didn't end up working together, actually, though. And I remember at the time she said to me, Oh, just seems like it'll be a lot of work. (laughs) And I was thinking to myself, I didn't really have an answer. I was like, Hmm, well, it is a lot of work, right? Now, of course, I know that it's a lot of work, it's just a thought. (laughs) <laughs> but she has built her business with a lot of ease and flow. And it was interesting to see how that could be. And one of the biggest assets I saw in her business was her relationship with her audience. And that had really been born about from her showing up consistently, her being relatable and connectable. Is that a word? <laughs> but people wanting to connect to her online by consistently kind of showing up on social media and letting her audience uncover who she is. And, You know, I thought about that and thought, oh, you know, there were so many opportunities and times in the decades since I've been online where I've really beat myself up for not showing up, not consistently doing a lot of social media, relying instead on a lot of paid lead generation of Facebook ads and things like that. But I always wanted to be showing up, but I really and still am, scared about being judged and wanting to hide behind more of my knowledge and my expert status and finding everything else to do instead of show up online as me. So I get it. And I wanted to outline in this podcast episode, some ways that you can overcome that and some common barriers that come up that cause this to be the case. And look, I certainly have more discipline around doing this now, and it doesn't feel as scary as it used to. But It still takes that thought work to get over yourself, basically, and your thoughts. But I wanted to make sure that you overcome this urge and you don't waste years like I did of doubting myself and not showing up in that way and missing a lot of the momentum that you could have by really putting yourself out there online and showing up. So today's episode is really the three surefire ways to get started getting yourself out there online without overthinking it. And really, it all comes down to personality-based marketing. You know, That's what we're pushing at the end of the day. And that's the opportunity to attract clients with your talent, skills, and abilities. And really just for being you, attracting your ideal audience and clients just for being you. And the driver for getting results faster is to really show up online in email and on social media so your people can connect with you, get to know you, and if it all works out, love you and all you offer. It's the currency of your business. And over the years, I've seen a few people do this so well that it literally doesn't even matter what they offer or how they structure it because their clients buy them. And this is fabulous because it means that just by showing up, you can get clients. You don't have to you know, have a fancy funnel. You don't have to have an overly complicated strategy. You still need a strategy, I believe. I'm still tied to the strategy. Maybe that's just a thought. But I do think you need a strategy and I think you need an offer. But what showing up online and people getting connected with you online does is really take a lot of the heavy lifting out of making offers and getting clients. Now, of course, we need to get them a result too, and I'm not setting that aside. I just want to highlight how this can multiply your success as a coach by getting you more raving fans and clients. And that means you get to make more money while you help more people. And who doesn't want that? And when done right, getting yourself out there online means, one, you show up frequently on social media with written and video posts that talk to your clients' problems, but also open a door to who you are and what you care about and what matters to you. It doesn't have to mean airing your dirty laundry. It doesn't have to mean divulging your deepest, darkest secrets. It just means letting more of you out. Number two is you have high engagement when you share your content. Social media dialogue and discussion, it easily attract followers, subscribers and clients. So doing it right will end up in a lot of engagement. This particular coach who I was talking to just the other day, we were workshopping her offer and I said to her, oh, I looked at your live because when she messaged me about helping her with it, Facebook notified me that she was going live. And I was like, wow, there's like 75 people just watching her like cook dinner. And I thought about when I get online and go live and I'll be lucky if five people show up sometimes, right? (laughs) Because I haven't been cultivating that connection. I haven't chosen to show up. I've actively avoided it in many instances. And it's funny actually, because she said to me, well, I just don't get, if you haven't done this, how have you been getting clients? And I'm like, well, strategy, (laughs) lead generation, conversion. I've got all of those strategies in the bag. But what she has is something that creates so much more momentum and is so much more valuable at the end of the day as well. So if you can put both of those together, you'll be absolutely unstoppable. And the third thing to know when it's done right is that there's always demand for your offers that's constantly flowing, ready for you to tap into at will. And like I said, when this happens, it's really magical. But this is not something many life coaches have the confidence to do, despite having the desire and skills to help people really confronting to think about showing up and putting yourself out there online. And there's always something better to do. You You want to start out with a regular posting schedule. Even if you're showing up in written, it doesn't have to be about video, but video is just such a powerful medium as is audio too, and getting people to have a sense of who you are. And that's one of my real drivers behind having this podcast now. So people get a sense of what I am really like because I think by not consistently showing up with personality-based marketing and instead more giving strategy-based marketing, um, people are often really surprise when they meet me about what my personality is and how I'm like. So that was something that I did really want to share despite the fact that I love listening to podcasts myself. It was very much a driver to getting out there and having a consistent posting schedule and committing to that every week. So, what are the key barriers that stop you from showing up to share regular content as well as your offers, too? Well, I can definitely share those I've experienced and also the key barriers I see my clients facing, too. Now, to be clear, these barriers are mostly all imagined, as we know as life coaches, and most definitely just thoughts and they're not facts. I'm not reporting what actually exists as a fact, more what we choose to think and those most popular thoughts that we choose to think that hold us back from sharing our personality online. So here are my top three barriers. Number one, it has to be perfect. Oh, what a trap this one is. This can also show up as what I kind of term procrastinating, which is the process of over engineering your posts, programs, and emails to the point that they never even see the light of day. You're far too busy creating, editing, and writing down what you want to share rather than actually showing up and sharing it online. So, why do we do this? Well, because striving for perfection can feel like we're taking action towards our goals without risking what we think will happen if we share what isn't perfect but let's take a moment to call out what perfect even is, especially when it comes to showing up online. Because perfect is not the enemy of connection online. It's not the enemy of conversion online. And that's why you probably see other coaches marketing themselves online. And you think, I know more than them. I'm better than that. Or I have this qualification, or I know this, yet they're doing better than you. Because perfect is actually the enemy of success online. And anyway, what is perfection? It doesn't really exist. And even when the slickest and most perfect looking stuff shows up online, it actually blocks connection with your audience. Take Facebook ads, for example. After running Facebook ads for a decade, I can tell you time and time again, the ads with just happy snap on the go selfies as the image always outperform those professional glamour Photoshop pics every single time. Now the good news about this is it's faster, easier, and cheaper to do things that aren't what you think are perfect. You can do things on the go. You can make it more human. In fact, things with errors or mistakes often get even more engagement. I remember one time having a um, a connection call with a potential client and she said, Oh, I had to click on your ad because I just thought that their photo of you just looked so unattractive. And I thought if someone's gonna put up that photo, I just wanted to see what they were selling, but it made a click, right? It could have maybe been perceived to be negative, but she ended up getting on a call with me. So that was just a snap of myself. It was just using um, my phone, nothing professional or glamorous at all. So using your phone to film a quick video, even when you think you're not good at video, the less good at video you are, the better. <laughs> Is that even a term? I'm not really using great grammar there, but yeah, that, that's what people engage with. So even when my friend was doing the cooking video, she just had her phone up and she's cooking away and just off the cuff, not scripted. It's so much more engaging when you can watch a video like that. I know I watch Trini London videos all the time. Trini Woodall, who um, has her own makeup line, English woman, is amazing entrepreneur. I watch her videos all the time. I just find them so engaging and interesting. She's still sharing value. She's not oversharing about her life, but she lets you in a little. She lets you see her personality. And it's just so compelling. And we all have this at our disposal. Look, a one-page website will do the trick over a 30-page, $30,000 fully branded, styled site. It's still going to serve the purpose. I'm not saying take away from your brand personality or who you want to show up as, as a life coach. But these things will still work. Off-the-cuff Facebook Lives are awesome. They're the things we all avoid the most. But if you can do a quick three-minute Facebook Live, structuring out, a piece of value to share, it doesn't have to go to an offer, but just offer up your value. Don't worry if you haven't got the perfect makeup on, slicker lip gloss on. I've got my Trini London products, so I just put a bit of cream blush on. You know, the cameras are pretty forgiving <laughs> when you show up online. Minimum viable product is a cool concept to remember here. So is done is better than perfect. And I know you've probably heard that a million times before but you keep choosing to ignore it and stay hiding. So I'm calling it out again. This is in your control. And rather than continuing to overthink it, you could just decide that you're going to ship your stuff rather than keep finessing it, keep shaping it, keep evolving it until it's in your mind. Perfect. Because the fact is nobody cares as much as you do. Number two, the second barrier. I'm not the expert. Ah, how good is thinking everyone else could do a better job of helping people than you? And even if you don't think they're better than you, why do you still choose to believe that they'll be chosen ahead of you because they have a bigger following, a slimmer body, or they're just more likable? Now, this one, has had me stuck for years. After growing up as the loud one and being told I was too much and standing out for being tall and blonde, the thought of sticking my neck out, which is what this felt like, and putting myself up to be compared to others, has always felt really scary to me. I thought that I would be the one that they think, oh, why would I want to listen to her? And this is what everyone pretty much thinks sometimes (laughs) or other in their journey to sharing their coaching online but there's others who just do it in spite of that. And for such a long time, I chose to believe that I couldn't bear the negative comments or crickets or unsubscribes that would happen when I show up. But the fact is that rarely happened. And on the few occasions that it did, and look, unsubscribes happen all the time. That happens with every email. So just (laughs) let go of that, right? On the few occasions it did happen, even if that was there, I would overthink it. And why worry about. Overthinking why some people are just assholes or they don't like your stuff. That's fine if they don't like your stuff. When I'm talking about them being assholes, I'm talking about them saying you're a horrible person or you're really ugly or leaving comments like that on photos and ads and stuff. That's super weird. I remember going to a workshop in London with a guy called Dan Meredith who. I was always struck by how often he would just show up and just really connect and engage with his audience. And I wanted to go there and find out how. I wanted the strategy and the tactic to do it. But the thing was, he would do it and fail. He had a few hacks and strategies and plans and things, but it wasn't that orchestrated. It was just the matter of consistency and trying again and again, and it just becoming second nature. You know, you're not going to befall some major tragedy by doing a Facebook Live and someone not liking it. You're not going to lose a limb because you shared something and it didn't really land that well. Sure, you've got to be careful about what you're saying and making sure that you're not offending people. I mean, offending in a simple way is fine, but you know, obviously there's other considerations online. But you will be able to show up as you the more you do it. That's the strategy. And it's funny, most engagement comes when you share things that aren't perfect at all. When you share a little of that vulnerability, that's when you start to get a bit of momentum. And you might not be great at doing that in the beginning. It is confronting. A way that I do share with my clients to get started is to slip into a bit of that expert status and teach instead, making it about you and what's personally going on for you. And that can also be useful if you're going through a bit of stuff that you don't feel like being vulnerable or sharing either. Okay, people really like either way. They're getting value. But the more that you can share more of you, you will get more momentum. Look, there'll always be other experts out there on your topic, and some of them will be better than you. <laughs> it's just fact. I mean, Byron Katie is alive, for goodness sake, and the magical abilities of Brooks Teo are pretty incomparable. But you'll always have a different take, a different personality, and a different piece of value to share, and a different way to share it that speaks directly to the heart of somebody out there. And that may be the only difference your next client needs. So the third barrier, but I don't know what to say, post, film, insert whatever there, right? And the number of times we think this is just ridiculous. Now, despite my notebooks being bursting full of strategies and having written hundreds of blog posts, being featured on podcasts like Amy Porterfield's Online Marketing Made Easy and Entrepreneur on Fire over the years, I still think this every time I go to write a podcast or an email or film a live. But this thought is just deciding to stay confused. And the result of the confusion is that your work doesn't get out there, or at least the clearest version of it doesn't. And look, the time is going to go past anyway on this journey. You may as well make the momentum happen more quickly. It takes five minutes to film a Facebook Live. Structure it with a piece of value. You know, what are you going to talk about? Why does it matter? What's the lesson and how can they apply it? Just that simple structure can get you started. And like I said, the more you can add, lib the better. You know, the result of that confusion is that your work doesn't get out there or at least the clearest version of it doesn't. And the result of that is either you won't get your work out there at all, or if you do, it'll be so clouded by your fear and doubt, it will just come across as confused as you are and be a disconnect between you and your audience. So it's not even going to serve you. Now, this barrier is actually easier to overcome than I ever knew. In fact, all three of these barriers are easy to overcome than I ever knew before I became a life coach. And I used to think that I needed a strategy or a tactic for making it happen. I used to think that my friend Denise had some superpower when she would get up at the microphone at an event we'd go to in the US to learn about online marketing and she'd ask a question. The thought of that just completely froze me and filled me with fear. I thought she must be different to me. The only difference was she'd just go and do it, okay? She'd pay attention to the thought, but she wouldn't let it cripple her or stop her. But you can just decide that you have enough to share. And then start writing out those content prompts. I guarantee if you write content prompts out, and by content prompts, I just mean topics, you'll be able to structure a simple post, a simple live, using that what, why, lesson apply structure, just for a broader topic. Or just write out a whole list so that they're on the notes on your phone so that when you're stuck, you can pull them out and they're already there. A good way to punch this out is to write five key topics you want to be known for, and list six subtopics under each. So say I might write about email marketing, then I might write a subtopic, unsubscribes, open rates is another subtopic, subject headers, email automation. You know, it's easy to drill down on each of those. So if you have five key topics that you want to be known for or talk about, just general ones, you only have to list the actual topic. And then you list out six under each of these. Then you have a month of daily content prompts and there's no excuses. Okay. You know, I've met so many people on this journey of a decade in online marketing, and I'm I'm always sitting there in awe of them who have these thoughts. Of course, they have the thoughts about showing up and what it's going to mean, but they just overcome it anyway. One of my past mentors and clients, actually, who I used to run his ad campaigns, Garrett J. White, you know, he talked about this at one of his events where His mum was practically like ripping pages out of a book he wrote because, you know, she was mortified. And he's like, you just have to get over it. It's the, the people that matter the least that care the most about what you post and how you show up. And he shared up with some pretty vulnerable stuff. But he also, the year I went to his event, had done $17 million in revenue that year. Like pretty phenomenal. So they just decided and so can you despite having the fears and doubts, despite having the thoughts and despite having those barriers. You too can have those surefire ways to experience the momentum that comes from showing up online. So just get started. You don't need a strategy or permission. You just need to do it again and again. Show up and share. You'll be so glad you did when you realize just how quickly you can build the confidence and the success you deserve. I'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Earn More as a Life Coach podcast with Victoria Gibson. For more resources to help you get fully booked and create better results for your clients, head to victoriagibson.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review.